we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey everyone, welcome to the SWAT Moto Podcast presented by our friends at Fly Racing. Uh, this morning I'm joined by 450 National Champion Zach Osborne of the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. So, Zacho, man, uh, aside from right after the race at Fox Raceway, I haven't really spoken to you, so congratulations on a monumental accomplishment this year. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, dude. It's um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely the, the biggest accomplishment of my career, I would say. Um, and it's, you know, it kind of all hits when you get introduced, like you just introduced me as the 450 national champion. It's a, <laughs> a pretty cool feeling. Um, <clears throat> at Fox Raceway, I was like, oh, I want to be there when he takes his helmet off. And so, <laughs> you know, you roll across finish line. And you ride up to Feeney and take your helmet off. And you're not like, yeah, you're not revving the motor. You're just like, I think you said something like, man, that was a long race. It was yeah. kind of like the, the, it was kind of the, the, the emotions and expect, uh, celebration I was not expecting. Yeah, it was, it was subdued. Like I've watched it a few times and I was like, man, I, I, I almost looked bummed, but like it was just such a, a huge, accomplishment like it it just was overwhelming you know i didn't really know what to do uh to be honest with you it was like you know all my other ones were so like just kind of expected and and it was easy to celebrate and you know the one in vegas was obviously just crazy like the emotion was high and yeah just gnarly but um the one this year was was really just such a big accomplishment and so unexpected for me and you know I never really dreamed or believed I honestly I would be in that position so like to finally cross the finish line and and it be over in a sense was yeah it was just a huge relief you know I went into the season um wanting to win an overall and then I won the first two overalls and then suddenly the dynamic changed majorly for me um, as a racer and us as a team, like we went from wanting to win a race to, uh, you know, you have a 25 point lead after two races, you need to win this championship. <laughs> so it turned into a high pressure thing really, really quickly. And, um, every, every breath seemed to be critical in finishing the, the job. So it was just a tough period, you know, not, not so much physically or, you know, the racing is the easy part in a championship. The the days during the week when things are hard and when, um, you know, the, the risk is high always. So it's, it's like you just want every single little thing to go perfect. You don't want to, you know, nothing. You don't want anything to go wrong because that can start to spiral. And then after Millville, you know, I, I went from 30 points up on Marv. I think I was 40-something up on AC to 15 up on AC, it was, you know, it seemed to be a major shift in momentum and I knew how important that Florida race would be. And, mm -hmm. you know, there were just some, some critical moments of, 
the championship for me and for me to, you know, pull it off was just such a huge relief and such a huge accomplishment. I just, I, um, yeah, I was a little bit subdued at the finish line, I guess. <laughs> Is it almost, uh, easier mentally to be in second in the championship and closing in than it is to have a big lead and then have to maintain it maintaining a big lead is the hardest thing because you know you don't want to let points go but at the same time you don't want to risk throwing points away so it's like you're caught in this do i don't i you know everything's a decision type thing Whereas when you're in second, you're just going for whatever, you know, everything all out all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just a super different dynamic and feeling, you know, with the two positions. Yeah. Um, it's not a new thing. I'm sure, uh, being in a championship battle with your training partners. Um, but I mean, even though AC ended up being your biggest rival, was, was there ever any strange tension between you and Marvin? No, not really. I mean, we're both old enough to realize that, you know, there's so many things that have to happen for it to go right. Or, you know, we didn't even really have any battles this summer. I wouldn't say, you know, mm -hmm. um, may maybe the last two laps at the second Loretta's or, um, a little bit at the end of the second moto in W at WW, but really, you know, it's, there's so many things that have to go right for two people to race for a win. And then, you know, it's just, it's part of it. Like the start is 90% of what's going to happen in the race and that can go anyone's way. So it's just, you know, I, I'm old enough to realize that it doesn't really, it's not really that critical every day. You know, I, I can appreciate um, Marv and his contribution to my program, you know, as far as being a partner in the training and riding together and that improving everyone. And, and I, I think he's much the same, you know, we kind of all realize that we in a sense need each other to, to succeed. So it's, um, there's a lot of mutual respect between all of us, I think. Okay. So you win the biggest motocross championship in the sport and essentially your second year in the class, right? Um, what, what does it feel like? I mean, to, to have done that, so quickly you know and does that give you more confidence going into supercross i mean you're you're the last race winner right yeah i mean it, it does for sure give me more confidence and you know i i was telling my wife the other day like i feel just like a sense of validation from it you know in in terms of my career and my training this year seems to be a lot more easy you know, mentally and a lot less forced. Whereas the last couple of years, the first year I wanted to prove to everybody that I could be in the 450 class. And then the second year I wanted to prove to everybody that I could win in the 450 class. And now I've done kind of all of that stuff. And it just seems that I feel more of a sense of belonging, you know, in, in the class. And um, it's just, it's nice to not feel under the gun. You know, this is a contract year for me. So I do have that on me, but you know, other than that, I don't really um, have a ton of pressure or feel a ton of pressure right now. Mm -hmm. Hey Zach, how old are you? I'm 31. I turned uh, 31 in September. Well, hey, happy belated birthday! But <laughs> all right, so 31. Looking back at your career, I mean, you've had a very non-traditional career path to the top, right? I mean, the the whole spending time in the MXGP series and then coming back kind of as a semi-privateer 
um, you're very mature, and I think all the experience has helped you become so strong right now. Yeah, I mean, um, without a doubt, with you know, without everything that's kind of transpired in my career and through my career, um, that's why I am who I am or where I am today. So it's, you know, of course, if you, if you had a crystal ball and you could say that this would all happen and be where I am today, you would sign up for it every time. But, you know, there were definitely some points where I wasn't, wasn't sure that I would ever be at this level or um, on a 450 team in the, in the factory 450 team. And um, there's, there were definitely some times where, I didn't think that this would transpire. Yeah. It's crazy. I was just like remembering that being in the Yamaha Troy truck with you. <laughs> yeah. Like Sometimes so the ago. boys at the track, like Coop and RJ, you know, they're t 24. I think Coop's maybe 25 now, but RJ doesn't know that much like motocross history because he grew up playing baseball, not really being so serious about motocross. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes we'll be talking about stuff and I was like, oh yeah, I was there. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what? Like, <laughs> what? You raced this guy or you were there? I'm like, yeah, like that was, you know, my third year pro yeah. <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Okay. Um, after Fox Raceway, you know, obviously our off season's short because the crazy way uh, the scheduling had to go because of COVID. How much time did you take off to enjoy your accomplishments and, and relax a little? Um, we had like three weeks fully just doing nothing, going to the beach and hanging out and, you know, just kind of really taking it all in. And then, um, the fourth week I did a little bit of training and went on a men's retreat with, um, the, some, some of the boys from the, from the races and Jake Veneta, the chaplain. And that was really, really fun. We went to North Carolina, did some cycling and stuff, and that was awesome trip. And then, um, the fifth week kind of started riding again and now yeah i'm three weeks into riding i, I think maybe four weeks um and you know just kind of starting to have the bigger weeks now two weeks in mm -hmm. uh to that so yeah it's it's been um it was short and sweet but at the same time you know we got to enjoy it a little bit we actually stayed in california for a couple of days after went to the beach there and then came home for a couple of days and went to the beach here in florida and just kind of bounced around you know just um whatever we wanted to do for a little while. When you say you took, you know, three weeks off without training, it was like that zero exercise. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, wow. I mean, not pretty much for, yeah, zero. <laughs> and then how, how did you eat at that time? Did you eat whatever you wanted or did you have to kind of stay on the program? No, I'm, I'm always gluten-free. Um, a hundred percent of the time, just because I feel so much better and, um, it's just really rips my stomach up. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I had to be, I'm always kind of cautious of that, but, um, I definitely ate some, some cupcakes and some stuff like that. <laughs> What's up? This is Justin Barsha of the Monster Energy Yamaha team. And I trust the Rai helmet. I know that every helmet is handcrafted in Japan and that the people who work at Rai are obsessed with building the best helmet they could possibly can. Staying safe is a priority for me. And this is why I choose Rai helmets. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. 
for how good it is going up the hill. It's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails, or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on, so head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Who does Ken Roxon, Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geyser turn to for power? Yoshimura since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-ShirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Um... What sort of stuff did you do with your kids? I mean, they're, they're getting old enough to have things that they like to do. Um, yeah, we, we, I mean, they're pretty, pretty easy, honestly. Um, as far as that goes, you know, they don't have a lot of demands. My little girl loves gymnastics. So we tried to, um, we tried to make our vacations around where she could still go to gymnastics. And then my son, he can be happy anywhere. He's just, um, yeah, it just doesn't care. So, um, they were 
happy to go to the beach and enjoy that. And we all, you know, we all had a good time. So it's just been um, a nice little period for us, really. Cool. All right. Uh, I think you said you've been on the bike three weeks. How how long do you ride the bike before you get on a Supercross track? Oh, uh, I didn't ride anything. <laughs> really? Just, I just straight to Supercross. Super. Wow. Yeah. I, I, um, I think the last time that I, well, in 2000, uh, the end of 2018, when I started with the 450, I was coming off a shoulder injury. So I did a little bit of outdoors, but I mean, before that, even, you know, like the three years before that, I didn't even ride any outdoors just straight to supercross. You know, you've done enough laps at this point and mm-hmm. you can take it slow in the beginning. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, feel great right away, right off the bat. No, no, definitely. It was a little, little thick and a little lethargic and, um, just a little you know behind the bike but that's to be expected it's just one of those things now i'm feeling really good really confident we've made some changes with my bike um that i feel are really positive and in a good direction so i think it's um i think it's going to be really good mm-hmm. hey how is uh the addition of dino been out there at alden's place well i don't really see him because he's on the 250 side and he um rides with the 250 guys so i rarely ever really see him um you know we kind of cross on the track every now and then uh when they're coming off and we're going out but yeah i mean Dino's a good dude and he's um kind of going to be a bright spot wherever he goes you know so yeah it's solid i think he's a good addition to that side and um maybe eventually to the 450 side i don't don't really know what the plan is with them so you're training mostly alongside uh, marvin and cooper Marvin Cooper and then RJ's also on the 450 side this year. So um, that's just kind of how it was put to us. And, yeah, it's it's good. RJ's a good dude. Okay, so I imagine you're right in the thick of boot camp right now with Alden. What what are the days like each week? <laughs> um, I think it's a little overstated. Like uh, our boot camp period is just like super gnarly. Mm-hmm. It's really not that much n- more gnarly than what our in-season – um, program is like, but it's just that we are coming off of, you know, already having been in a long season. Um, we are not, not our normal weight <laughs> typically. Uh, you know, it, it just, it, it is hard. Don't get me wrong, but it's hard for different reasons than, you know, what say a, a normal day in, during the season is. And then, also, we have four days of riding and three days of gym, whereas normally in the season we have three days of riding and three days of gym mm-hmm. and then race on the weekends, you know. So it's really not, not that much different. The, the hard part is just the, um, the weekly grind. You know, it's last year it was like 10 weeks. This year it's only going to be seven or eight just because of the way things fell. And, you know, I had been training for – actually didn't stop training last year really at all. I had two weeks where I was kind of – off slash doing some cardio mm-hmm. um because of the designation so i had been training from the october the 1st 2018 all all of 19 and then all of 20 other than my injury two injuries so um it was time for me to have some some rest so mm-hmm. uh you know it's just kind of the way it, the way it all boiled down but i think we're in a good spot you know all of us as far as fitness and everything goes we still have plenty of time to be ready um we'll have a little bit of downtime over christmas which is always nice and then um yeah full full speed after that to uh houston 
Okay, you mentioned none of you are your normal weight right now. When you take time off from the rigorous training you guys do, you put on a little weight. <laughs> I imagine, well, all, knowing Alden, <laughs> he's got to be teasing you guys or getting on you. Oh, yeah, it's constant, um, but I, it's worth it. I, would, I wouldn't uh, – I always say, like, whenever I start training again, like, man, I should have eaten that or, man, I should have done this, you know, whatever. But this year I was like, I'm not going to regret anything that I didn't do <laughs> as far as eating goes. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't regret it, but it's definitely been a tough uh, tough first couple of weeks as far as the diet goes. Mm. So um, <clears throat> what's new for 2021? Is there anything in your program that's new? Um, everything's pretty much the same. I have one little thing that's going to be, uh, a January release, um, as far as my, my setup goes. Um, but yeah, that'll have to wait till then. I mean, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be a good deal for, for both me and the company and, um, yeah, it should be sick. Well, what is it? Well, I can't tell you or it wouldn't be a secret. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'll, I'll bleep it out of the podcast. No, um, I can't tell you. Sorry. Um, you know, obligations, contracts, and that kind of thing. So um, January 1st, you'll see. Mm, you know what? I'm going to fly out there on Monday. No, you won't. I'm going to come You're fly out there fly Monday. Anyway. I know the code to the gate at Baker's Factory. So mm, He changed it. We just got new clickers, so it's all different. <laughs> well, I'm going to – I'll come there, and I'll follow you through the gate. I'm going to find <laughs> out. You all think right, I won't well, come, huh? No, you're not coming. Yeah, I'm coming, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, buddy, thanks for the time. Uh, I know you're a busy dude, even in, uh, on Saturday. So uh, I appreciate you taking time for me, and uh, I will. Uh, I'll see you on Monday, dude. Yeah, right. I'll see. Uh, see you at Houston. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. later, guys. Thanks for listening to the Swap Moto Podcast, uh, presented by Fly Racing. Um, it's always nice to catch up with Zach Osborne. And um, I'm going to go on Expedia.com right now and see what I get a plane ticket for. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.